3: you all
1: been waiting for Alright everyone, welcome to another episode of Dungeon Crawlers This one's
0: special, isn't it?
1: It's, it's so special, oh, because you're here
2: And I'm oh. outnumbered
1: and Scott's, well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and Scott's not here, which Still means Still in the time continuum Which means interesting stories about Scott? I don't know Maybe Maybe, Maybe. Uh, But we got uh, Jared and Nathan Garrett here with us Howdy To talk about his books Comic-Con, and whatever else comes up, because we're just going to
3: wing it. This should be the best ever. Yeah, because winging
1: oh yeah. it is awesome. <clears throat> That's what we do here. We, we go on random tangents a lot, no which I'm like really glad face. that Corinne, you know, when we were talking with Chris Provost from Comic-Con, kept wrangling us in, because we we were going all over the place, Chris included, so it was pretty awesome. Oh, yeah,
2: he heard Star Wars and was gone. I know.
1: That's right. Star Wars. So let me... Uh, yeah. And Good of course, stories. And of Good course, jokes. it's Star Wars, so I had to follow... Um,
2: You're easy to distract, though. I
1: know. I think I a very know. popular tangent.
3: I think it's fun it to hear people who have, like, one kid and they're very young talk about being a, a new dad and their yeah. dad jokes. I have seven children. I've been telling dad jokes for 17 years now. So wow. Holy cow. Yeah, it's a good time.
1: <laughs> dad jokes, they're awesome.
3: They're they an art form right there.
1: They are. They're, they're uh, yeah, like I said, there are points where my kids just. Shake their head. Absolutely, it got really, really bad.
3: You get good with like disti- distinguishing between the appreciative groan, kind of, and then then the indulgent groan, and mm-hmm. then the groan of "Oh my gosh, my dad needs to die." <laughs>
1: so,
3: yeah, it's okay. Well, it's okay.
1: My favorite lately it has been where you know they'll say something sir- s- like completely insane, and I'm like, "Are you kidding me?" Well, guess what you're going to do? And then my kids go, well, what? You're going to make me lug rocks around, dig a hole, or uh, go do tons and tons of chores? Or wait a minute, take my toothbrush and scrub the toilet? And I'm just like, (laughs) what? Okay.
3: (laughs) They know all your material.
1: (laughs) Um, How about all the above? (laughs)
3: That's awesome.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Because, like, what the heck?
3: First, you're going to wash out that smart mouth. Yeah. Yeah, Kids are the best.
1: They just keep getting smarter. It's, 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 It's... (laughs) <laughs> my
3: my 15 year old is our family DM. By the way, yeah, yeah, we've started playing uh, eight Dungeons and Dragons as a family. Nice. Uh, we started the last like a month ago, just just before we moved back down to, to Utah. My 15 year old loves DMing. He's nice. always reading the the handbooks, the manuals. He's he's fantastic. He's glorious. Yeah. His imagination is endless too.
1: That's kind of where my storytelling pretty it cool began years yeah. years five years ago. Uh, <laughs> a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, well yeah, I, I did that with my two boys and unfortunately now I'm apparently DMing for the because now there's like fourteen boys between twelve and fourteen.
3: That's a big party. Oh yeah. That's it's it's insane. The battles must take forever to get through. Uh no. Okay.
1: They don't because I play by this rule of pay attention or die. Yeah. <laughs> okay, we might be adopting this. This could yeah. become a Garrett rule as well. Yeah, I because like it. Uh, you know, the boys are just like they're, they're talking they're stuff like that and so what I do is I have a D6 and I, I put it out I put it to a 6 and just plop it down and I just sit there and if they keep going I change it to a 5 I've now called it the doom dies
3: this is fantastic so as
1: soon as I hit 1 this is fantastic horrible things happen
3: D&D best practices I love yes. it yes
1: so at this point I normally get to 5 and they're saying like dude dude shut up <laughs> shut awesome. up that's awesome holy cow yeah and yeah, my uh, so nine-year-old
3: could really use that. Yeah. Holy cow!
1: So, we did have a ten-year-old for a while. We Little young. Th- we kicked him out. That's okay. Yeah, he, he he had a very short attention span. No doubt. And then we just like spit out random things like they're like, we get to you know they get to the villain and they're like, all right, they they hatched this master plan and the kid just goes, you know, we're here to kill you and uh, <laughs> save Good. the princess and steal your money, and everyone's like, you idiot! <laughs> <laughs> I stab him in the back. <laughs> yeah.
3: Roll for damage. So, That's a good time. Yeah.
1: No, it's fun. <laughs> it's it's great playing with kids. But I really miss playing with adults and not yeah. actually having like a serious game session. Right? We
2: might be doing them a couple times a month at my house now. That's I just awesome.
1: don't want to DM. I'm done Yeah. DMing. No,
2: actually, my 15-year-old's the receiver therapist yeah, may be DMing. Age, yeah. So my 15-year-old oh. is a dictative learner, so we can hand her the manuals. Okay. She will read them and have them memorized. And so if anybody questions anything, she'll even know what page to go to. That's yeah. really cool. Like so that.
3: She's the adjudicator.
2: She's like a massive storyteller, too. She yeah. can go in-depth detail into more detail than you would ever expect from somebody you think that she actually lived it. But as a
1: DM, you need to have some gray areas. Yeah. So she's not black and white. Is oh she?
2: have you met my daughter <laughs> i
1: know i know that's the yeah. Fair yeah so the boys the boys said that she sure should that, DM DM it. Yeah. yeah
2: and so well her therapist said that she's safe with geeks yeah well no you it can't definitely is so oh, now the way. boys are all going to come over and let her dm yeah. for them to that's get really out cool. her right yeah no it is really things, good really cool
1: it's you know you have storytelling there's bonding because you get a play with other people. Decision-making. And there's decision-making. You have to make compromises. There's so many great things that are in that game. Yep. Um, so of the devil. And, and, and taking, you know, kind of taking that on as a 15-year-old, it just opens so many doors Oh, no, she's
2: been opinion. trying to do it since Absolutely. she was 10. Yeah. She's been playing Pathfinder.
3: That's awesome. Nice. But
2: So she's been doing all of this stuff and she's been writing stories. She's actually... I don't remember what it's a mix of but she's been designing her own game for years. Nice. Hmm. She's got like binders full of stuff that she's been working on. Yeah, I still have those.
3: Your, but your kids and my kids maybe need to get together. Yeah. I mean, we can set this that up. That sounds really my interesting. My daughter's
2: yeah. crazy but like I says the guys are going to be doing it. The deal is though if you show up at the door you need a bribery t- for the yes. bow god to get downstairs because he says this game is evil and doesn't know why anybody plays it in his basement so he makes fun of everybody as they come in. So you bribe <laughs> my husband. So TJ always walks in with a six pack of beer here you go and then like <laughs> Downstairs, he's like, wait, 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 as they go down, and they'll so be So you've like got 15 food. year olds
3: showing up with packs of beer. Well, no, 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 these are my good. friends. Oh, my 15 year old
2: doesn't play yet. Okay. So that was actually it was Tuesday and her birthday. That would be an interesting. That would be quite an
1: image, I man. That. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Mom, I need a six pack of yeah. beer to so I can go play D and D. No, right. bring him some. So I can bribe the God. Too. You know what's funny? I can't
0: get my wife to let my daughter bring me a beer from the fridge. Seriously? I asked once. He's like, Hey, could you grab me a beer while you're over there? Next thing I know, my daughter is not the one handing it to me. You never ask her to do that for you again, okay? All what right. Heck, I guess not. I, huh. th- I guess my house rule is you have to be twenty one to serve uh, dad beer. Okay. <laughs> well, follow the
3: laws, I guess. Yeah. I guess. Must. Next must time, you better tip her. Just yeah. Keep it professional. <laughs> <laughs> she gets a good
0: but
1: allowance. No, no. No. Tip enough. Die, Dr. Pepper for me. <laughs> Role playing <laughs> games in general always awesome. Yeah. Good times. Um, lots of fun. I just at this point now that I'm writing so much, I, I don't want to DM
3: yeah absolutely
1: because I feel like it, I'm already writing enough. all exactly. she does is write exactly. too that's Creativity. like I said I think they
2: were trying to make an outlet for yeah. her to try to get all of this out because I think she's got like eight or nine books that she's writing too and she can keep them all straight no, that's Dang. awesome
3: quite a lady now, that's yeah. right.
0: how many okay maybe
2: that's a bad question to ask no, go <laughs>
0: ahead
3: how many Dr. Ask. Peppers do I drink a day? Don't ask. No,
0: no well, I, I wasn't going to go okay, there. Okay, No, because I'm, I'm also a man. I, I know yes. what questions you should not shouldn't ask a man. Like, you never ask a woman her age. You never ask a man how many beverages he consumes in a day.
3: Good call. <laughs> good I like <laughs> this. This is good. How many drink water
0: or juice? Oh, I was, I was going to ask how many... how That's uh, true. I don't know. Adventures have you done, but that seems a big excessive. How long, how many years have you been playing Dungeons & Dragons?
3: Oh, so there was a big gap, dude. So when I was younger... Uh, I had a really strange childhood. I grew up in a weird cult that splintered off of Scientology from age zero to 17 when I escaped. Fun. Um, For three or four years in that, um, we were really neglected. The the adults didn't pay any attention to us, so we played a lot of D&D together. And then we got into Shadowrun, which was rad. This was a long time ago. nice. Back when you used rad a lot, which I still say. And then I went on a journey of finding myself and uh, lots of different changes in my life. And I stopped playing for a long time because... I went on this journey, then I uh, went to Brazil, and then I uh, got married, started having kids really fast, did a lot of traveling. So I've only actually gotten back into serious, in my, what I call serious gaming, for the last two or three years. Okay. Uh, maybe four years. So my favorite current tabletop game is Firefly, actually. I think it's a, a blast. Oh, that it's one's fun. I have that. Expan- It's got a, some great expansion packs that I don't have yet. But I, I think it's a lot of fun. So the, board, no, all, uh, so the expansion packs are, make it way better. The board so that's game? basically yeah. a dungeon oh, yeah. Yeah. The, the the tile type, type yeah. game. Yeah. yeah, I have that. And then Catan, I, I love that. Um, okay. really we played
2: it after one of our reach meetings. But so for for, the for now two or three years.
3: And that but for D&D, we've only gotten back into it recently because I can't DM. I mean, I work f- I work for Amazon and when you work for Amazon, the expectation is you're doing two or three people's job. So I don't have time for for anything other than that job and writing okay. and just hanging out with the family.
0: Cuz I come from a I've never played Dungeons & Dragons. Let's throw that out. Oh, that's awesome. Really? Right you know, I, I haven't,
1: played. Okay. I haven't I will, played it
0: either. They played it I will house
1: write an adventure
3: Well, oh, Wow, okay. That's yeah. awesome.
0: And and so I only just, from association with other people, am I picking up on like, DMs. Okay. Oh, that's a, that's a dungeon master. Yeah. Is yeah. it not? Yeah. yeah. I or get a G- confused. Ma- so, GM, which is dragon a game master. master but yeah. Right, right. Or game master. Okay, game I master, not yeah. picked up what a GM was.
1: Yeah, I wouldn't
0: have Start with a big bag of dice. You can get them cheap, but they're
3: cool. Or even better,
1: just buy a bunch of dice, get your crown royal bag that comes around it. And there you go.
3: And you put all your dice in there. Oh,
0: Everyone oh, has it's one. Perfect. Yeah, it's perfect. Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> that's all right. <laughs> we
3: don't have our, our crown royal velvet bag. But uh, a lot of the kids have had the, be- the best time that they've had is building their characters because they yeah. all love to make up these stories, these backstories about these characters. And what's nice is that my son, 15, who's running this whole show, he just has become really obsessed with it. And I'm down with it. He is melding all these backstories that he's helping his brothers and sisters make into our quests, and yeah. so he makes sure that we reach, you know, a couple of people's backstories. My guy is a dwarf, he's looking for his kin that have been kidnapped and enslaved. Sweet. So, we, we rescued two of them in the last quest that we did. Cool, it was, it was, it was really cool. So, good job, Hensy.
1: That's really awesome. Yeah, I have a role playing game we should play with you. Okay, get a bunch of people over. It's called Fiasco. It runs like a Coen brother I've movie.
2: I've heard about right. this. Yeah. It okay. runs like a Coen brother movie? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So it's Oliver. random and makes
3: no sense, Dance but then it's hilarious? It's completely
1: random, but everyone's connected in okay. some random way. Like, nice. So we played at Gen Con with Steve Diamond and Alan Barr hmm. once. and I've heard of those guys. It pretty much... Everyone was a gangster in some way, some fashion. Um, and how it went down is they were trying to steal the money from the main mob boss. The ran a uh, a stripper bar. and Of course. My character was this IT nerd that did all of their, the things and they were cooking the books and so on and so forth. At one point, I, it just went nuts. Steve Diamond blew up in the bottom of a ship.
3: Like he himself, like, the character. The character Fantastic. blew up
1: because <laughs> his buddy, which was Alan Barr's character, set him up to be killed. Um, long story short, my IT nerd ended up Surviving with all the money, being rescued by a boat full of voluptuous <laughs> women in bathing suits. And then I, you know, because you get to end it because your dice rolls say whether it's a good or a bad thing. And I had a lot of good rolls. And at the very end, I ended off saying, you know, I'm, I'm on my deathbed. My beautiful wife is next to me. My kids are there. And I'm like, let me tell you a story about how I started Google. You know, <laughs> And that's how it
3: ended. That's pretty cool.
1: But it was just crazy because I'm just like squirrely guy that's just trying to survive while all this death and mayhem is r- running on.
3: But it's called Fiasco.
1: Yeah, Fiasco. Huh. It's just and, and it's all based on the roles you make in the beginning. And then, you know, as you're building your characters, the person next to you gets to say something about your character and how they're related to you. So you're building your character. Everyone else is building your character for you. You only... You know, include one part, like your name, and a, like that, I was an IT guy, and then everyone else would build up on huh. that. So okay. Yeah. So it's really that weird sounds pretty and interesting. Cool. But yeah, it's all about connecting, and then you play it out, and it. I I played it three or four times, and that's the only time I've lived. Wow. Because normally everyone dies.
3: Do. You, do you play these things at like at, con, at Comic Cons? Yeah, we've done at it events? at cons
1: okay. and other people's houses. Cool. Yeah. You know, some the uh, there's another time where Larry Korea was like this Russian mobster, like butchering. Did people. he get into character oh, pretty yeah, well? Yeah, okay, quite surprising. Gets very well into character. Yeah. That's good. So Oh, <laughs> oh it's, it, good. It, it's a fun game. But you know, it's not, not a lot of die rolling, not okay. a lot of stats. It's it's more storytelling, that one is. Um that but I could get into Yeah, it Sounds like fun It is
3: Yeah it's, it, um, it's nice to have A little bit of fun A little bit of time For that kind of fun now Oh yeah Yeah, And it's nice to be back In Utah actually There's, The community here Is so tight and vibrant And stuff I, yeah. I already feel A little bit more creative Yes I missed it no, up there I agree. Washington's yeah. great though
1: There's a lot of stuff a lot more, Probably a lot more Sunny days uh, uh, Yeah absolutely
3: Except for the summer Up in Seattle Was awesome. weirdly dry man Wow Weirdly weirdly really? dry Yeah they Washington's burning guys I don't know if you heard That's about true, that. Yeah. It's burning yeah. up there. Yeah. Pacific well, North I mean, West. in Oregon, yeah.
1: yesterday at my house, it was like raining. Torrential rain. It was and suddenly awesome. It was hail.
3: Oh, man. Oh, yeah. And I walked around in that crazy. rain. You don't get rain like that up there. You do get rain, but it's like this hesitant, crummy stuff that just never relents for like 30 days in a row, this crappy little drizzle and yeah. gray. But yesterday, this is, the heavens are opening and I'm angry <laughs> at you, man. Yeah, it's yeah. like. So you walk out there and the you're like, well, out. bring it on. <laughs> and it's, you're, I love it. And then it turns into hail and starts pelting you. So cool.
0: When I was in England, they used to get. These fogs that would come in—it yeah. was almost awesome. like a thick mist. You'd walk outside and you would immediately be drenched, even though there was no really real precipitation coming right. down. But that there's just so much well, yeah, moisture yeah. in I mean, the air. Clouds are—I mean, it was Yeah,
3: where around. we were in near Seattle was like that. Yeah, it was pretty cool. Yeah, I, pretty
0: neat. I, I didn't like it. Oh, <laughs> I, I always get wet and cold. I like <laughs> I like it fine, but I'm I'm Fun. I'm happy to That's be. That's It's nice and warm though over yeah. there. Because I remember I went to Oregon once for. Uh, it's in the middle of January, hmm. and we didn't even put our jackets on. It yeah, it was, doesn't it get too cold. It was warm enough. It was great, but yeah, it was bad. weird because we were further north. Yeah,
3: mm-hmm. it's not too yeah. bad. The tidal things, I guess, the ocean stuff. I don't know that stuff. Yeah, it's a nice area, though. That's yeah, great. it's very pretty, very pretty. But the mountains are great too. Yeah, That's Utah's true. awesome.
1: Well, and too. the nice thing you kind of have with up in you know Washington, you, know, you had the beach. Yeah, but it's I mean not sandy beach, but you had a beach. You had the yeah. ocean. And then you had mountains. You could be, I mean, you could be at the ocean it's and true. then up at skiing the same day.
3: Yeah, but here in Provo or Orem, you can drive up to Deer Creek Reservoir and stuff.
1: Yeah, it's still nice cool.
3: It's true. Yeah. The, uh, it's
0: cold even in August.
3: <laughs> for me, the I mean, the reason we came is because my came back as my wife's in law school. But Which is awesome. It is amazing. That's She's cool. a brilliant lady. Um, but I, I get to – I've already got writing stuff yeah. going, and we're two, mo- two years up in, up in Seattle – hardly ever had anything going on for writing except for just writing on a train in fact amongst yeah. a bunch of people who are pushing on my elbows so there's already a bunch of events going on and so i'm yeah that I'm is feeling like a writer again that finally, that is what's which is cool. really there's nice
1: definitely a lot of events going on That's around here yeah i mean solid comic-con is Comic-Con, huge comic-con there's uh several author events uh yeah. which you're part of uh the yep. following week after that yep uh writing with someone or i can't remember S-
3: I can never remember his name either. It's yeah. like Butcher, but it's not. It's Bruce. something. Else. Bruce. Bruce. Bruce something. Yeah, Bruce something. At Salt Lake Comic Con, by the way, if, if you're there, you'll easily find me. I'm going to be the guy wearing a shirt that says I wrote these, and I'll be holding my books because I have no booth. I'll just wander around the Comic Con with my books, with the I wrote these. And on the back, it says I, I like books. So I'll nice. be easy to find. Cool. I won't wear a hat. I might buy another sword. Bought Sting two years ago. Nice. It is awesome. Thinking I might even sharpen it now. <laughs>
2: See Lord of the Rings?
3: Uh, Lord of the Rings all day.
2: You need to come find my boat. Okay. Because you'll see my fire pit.
3: Mm-hmm. I'm going to come see your fire Sauron's pit. Sauron's head. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm such a, a, a very big fan of Lord of the Rings that I actually liked all the Hobbit movies, despite knowing that there are some flaws. But yeah. I will watch all the Hobbit movies and be very happy to watch all of them, because I'm, I'm just, just in my world. You, you need to meet to Steve, the yeah. or Steve the Hobbit.
2: Oh, Steve the Hobbit. Yeah, Steve the Hobbit's fun, but Hook actually is the one that can give you all the stories. But yeah, we have Steve the Hobbit, who started as a joke. we have to, got to add to that last night by accident. He lived in New Zealand for a while.
3: No kidding. Steve?
2: Yeah. So Hook's like, so I guess he legitimately does have some... He's sort of a Hobbit. Yeah. Yeah. So this is one of my volunteers, we call Steve the Hobbit. Right on. And he's like, got all these crazy...
3: Did you do the cosplay and everything?
2: Kind of. It started as an accident. He was wearing some pirate getup. Okay. He's actually wearing a Billy Bones costume. Oh, right on. And we were walking around well, I guess it technically started while he was in a King Arthur outfit and I'd forgot that he wasn't trained on our King Arthur program. Okay. So he introduced himself as Steve who takes care of the horses. Huh. And so we just huh. laughed and then we're at the Tula Arts Festival running around with Jack Sparrow. And we have a mermaid in a wagon we're pulling around and some kid goes up to him and goes, You're a hobbit. And he just goes, what? I'm not a hobbit. And me and Amanda the mermaid just started dying. And we're like, it's Steve the Hobbit who takes care of the horses. And it's just kind of gotten bigger. Uh, The story
1: keeps going. Yeah, it's... I added to a a line of that. uh, Oh, on our
2: big long poster board that Mm -hmm. we had, we actually tied a sign to the back of him. And it said, hi, I'm Steve the Hobbit. And then on the back... Um, I went on an adventure with King Arthur and ended up on a ship with Jack Sparrow, found my way to Neverland and was kidnapping mermaids. And like, it just goes and goes. They actually have them written down. But every one of our other main leads, like, so all of our other characters were taking Steve, this hobbit. And now we're like involving him in all of the stories based off of all of our other cosplayers. So he's your
3: through line. That's really cool.
2: Yeah, and we're just having a heyday with it. That's
3: that's awesome. So, so he'll he'll be at Comic Con. Salt Lake Comic Con. Oh yeah. You, I'll find you you guys for won't
2: sure. miss him. He's loud. Is he? You should have seen him at Denny's last time. Does
3: night. he have does he have hairy feet?
2: No, but oh, we should well, get him hairy We
3: should Harry work on that. Yeah. We could do that, I'm sure you can get those.
2: Do You want to know what he did at Denny's? Scary. Sure. What
1: did you do at Denny's? <laughs> Put some robes
2: <Rogan laughs> Well, he got a crown <laughs> at the the Leonardo. Okay. Because he was being super loud, and they said he was the best, um... Loud now. Well, they <laughs> forgot what they called him, but we were in the crowd. Crier, town crier?
1: But they, so they Herald. put this inflatable Herald. crown
2: on him, so he was the Leonardo King for the night, to add to, to Steve the Hobbit here. And then we go to 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 Denny's, and he just, hello everybody in Denny's, as loud as he could. Like and a they, town crier or some kind. uh uh-huh, and then they made the mistake of giving us this, like, center table. Oh, with booths all so around us. So are on stage? Oh, yeah. And so every time everybody comes in, welcome to Denny's. <laughs> and like this whole huge thing is everybody's just dying and laughing in the whole area. And as we go to leave, and I guess the manager starts coming out and I, he had not noticed us at to this point. We've been there for like an hour and the whole time he's Has just he not noticed if, that? we don't know. Maybe but, he was or bad he finally bad just manager. decided to come books. check out what was going on. But as oh, we yeah. leave, books. um Steve the Hobbit goes farewell, my patrons, and like just does this whole like, like speech thing. And the the host guy that was seating everybody was just dying. The servers were laughing because they were all getting in on this with him. And the manager's like, this look on his face, like, what the hell is going on out here? He's just doing this whole thing, and we're all dressed up. So we have um, Oliver dressed as King Arthur. He's got his armor on. Fantastic. I have my pirate hat up on. Real, real still armor fantastic. that he yes, made himself. Yeah, um, Captain Hook is there with the full leather jacket. Um, Oliver's wife is dressed up in a costume from Narnia, like full decked out. So we're all dressed up. Oh, we have Kristoff there. Chris was dressed up as Kristoff. So we're not dressed normal. So we're right. obviously drawing yeah. attention the as just is. To freak out or but yeah, the manager's no idea what to do with Steve the Hobbit. And farewell to you all! And like this and that.
1: Bringing his arms around. Then as
2: we're walking around, all the people in the windows are doing this and, oh, like, nice. waving to him and stuff like that. It was great. Picked up grand. some cash, right? For you you like saw the picture arm.
1: where I was getting put in armor. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
3: That's, oh, the that's the really armor. Cool. Yeah. That's the nice armor. That's one of the two sets of armor
2: yeah. that our guy made. Yeah, so. I used to do the
3: SCA, so we made our own chainmail and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. That was we a long time ago. Back Most of
2: all, our stuff is is made by our King Arthur. Nonetheless, awesome. we were at a school shooting the onager. We put a a basket on the onager or a sling a sling on the onager and it was out shooting the catapult and the ballista we almost shot over a concrete sound wall into sr 138 that would be dangerous from the school and the dads that were out there with us apparently had gone inside and were like it should get dark we need it to get dark so we can go out there and shoot over that fence and nobody will know where it came from
3: that doesn't sound safe it sounds that like sounds a bunch unsafe. of dads, sound, though,
2: doesn't it? That, that yeah.
1: sounds like Boy Scouts. Mm-hmm. Me. Yeah. That sounds like the Boy
3: Scouts a, are about to like blow something up. Lose a limb. Let's guy lose guy a limb. Well,
1: we yeah. – we, mm-hmm. we our church, there was a field next to it that we okay. did a lot of scout camps to. And on the other side of that was a bunch, a row of houses and then a major street. So we would normally launch stuff up over the houses into the street. you <laughs> randomly hear squealing oh, tires gosh, or something. <laughs> You know, water balloons, yeah, anything squishy. You know, yeah, we almost Really, t- really old
3: yeah. uh, peaches and oh. apricots. Oh. oh yeah, stone fruit. That's not going to break a window.
2: Yeah. No, no. That was that's our debate: is how much yeah. damage a tennis ball would do. We, we, the yeah, tennis
3: we ball had
1: ball not, not over, broken.
3: Like, yeah. uh, we did not break
2: any windows
1: that I know of. But
3: that's good. Yeah, better to be to not do property damage. Yeah. But that's it like would be funny because you know, they're,
1: they're slamming on the brakes. It's the middle of the night. No lights are on in the house. Where did well, this come so from? So,
2: Stansbury, where <laughs> yeah. I'm at, there's no street lights oh, yeah. because of the observatory. The yeah. place oh, isn't lit at all. Sense. Yeah, that makes sense. So yeah. Nobody would have any clue what was going on. Yeah. So, as it got darker, we had to actually clear out earlier because it wasn't safe to be launching projectiles in the dark. Yeah. But there was literally a group of so dads inside the building, like, that's dude, we need, to go, we need to go fire into the, the street out there. Like, those things shoot far. How far do you think we can make it shoot? And I'm like, oh, God. My guys will shoot those things across football fields if they could. And I think the, like that so little onager will do it.
3: Wow. That sounds really cool. So yeah, I'm too scared of hurting people. I I just hurt people in my books. That's all I do. Or <laughs> yeah, movies it's
1: fun. Mm. It's fun to do that.
3: Okay. In the books. In the books, in, yeah. In books, see, not, not in
1: person. In books. Real print. Yeah, no. like, yeah. Yeah, it's you were
2: something. with us when we shot or tried to shoot Scott with the ballista, weren't you? <laughs> I'm the one who pulled the no. trigger. No. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. Oh gosh. Well, well it was, so yeah, no, it's, it's <laughs> They so have
1: a vid- they have video of it. Luckily, like the last second. No, like for
0: wh- he doesn't even try to do it. no no. he was just a natural movement. As he last second moves his bag from the side to the other side, it happened to come in between the path of of the. The ballista, the ballista and, the, and his crossbow projectile. Yeah, and, and his and otherwise
3: a projectile, it a crossbow bolt type thing, or what?
2: It, it, it uh, foam it, it arrow. It was a,
3: a foam, foam arrow. Giant oh, okay. foam
1: arrow, but it would have hit him in the crotch. Oh my gosh! <laughs> and it was just, it was Scott. just dumb <laughs> luck that he, he blocked. It was
2: it. hilarious. I think that
3: he's been living right, is what you mean to say. Yeah. And, and, and the, the universe said, "You get to save <laughs> your parts." Okay. Yeah. You know, hey, That's maybe terrifying. that. You're not going to so have that at Comic-Con. could or? have his kid. Yeah, mm-hmm. there it is. That's not going to be at Comic-Con. Right. No. We don't no take the Siege shooter.
2: Weapons to Comic-Con yeah, because it's a little okay, too great. crowded. We do have them at Gaming-Con. So okay. we were shooting Umbrella Corp with our... With
3: candy. Oh, right on. Yeah, we oh, were pegging them fun.
2: with candy That's with the cool. ballista. And no, we didn't have the ballista yet, so we had the, the Catapult and the Onagers out, or the Trebuchet and the Onagers oh, right on. out. Yeah. And we could shoot over a couple booths into the yeah, Jurassic Jeep booths and stuff like that. We we'll had a little...
3: That sounds they like have fun. lots of fun. CVX
2: fun. is where we had the ballista out for the first time and accidentally shot over an entire LARPer field and into Game tire and almost shot Eddie over there. And that's when he's like, oh, this is war. The foam arrows are coming tomorrow. And we were just shooting pool noodles at this that's point. Awesome. And so he brought the foam arrows from Fantasy Con and shot back. And that's what we done. started loading into the thing and started redesigning our stuff after. It was like, hey, look at how well these arrows shoot in our that's ballista. Really
3: that's really neat.
2: Nice. Wow. Lots of fun. Yeah, my pirates aren't safe.
1: No. No.
3: So you guys are going to be at Salt Lake Comic Con? Yeah. And you're going to be walk, wandering around and talking to people, I, I assume?
1: Yeah. I mean, that is the plan. Okay. we going to go interview people. Uh, there will be some interviews done. There will be photos taken. There will be all, all sorts of craziness.
3: But you're going to be at a booth.
1: I'll be at a booth.
3: Called Bart's Tower. Bart's Tower, yeah. Signing books.
1: Signing books and selling books. So right on. That's so, awesome. It's going to be weird.
3: Right in shoulder rubbing shoulders with those uh, big guys. Well, yeah. I mean, Literally so I,
1: I grew up reading Tracy Hickman. He's yeah. He's going to be in there. Right there. Books. Yep. Can I mean, I, and the graphic they put out, there's Tracy's face. There's Larry Correa, Dan Wells, Jim Butcher.
3: Jim freaking I mean, Butcher. Oh, my god. I
1: have a cover quote on my, my my novel that says it's a mixture between Jim Butcher and Larry Correa. And I'm like, yeah. I'm standing next to both of these guys. So hopefully maybe someone will want to buy my book. But the the mere fact that I'm s- in a booth selling and signing side by side with Tracy Hickman is just a- amazing because That's I incredible. grew up yeah. reading him. Yeah, and the only thing Hick- better him. is if Bob Salvatore is in
3: there. Is he, he's not.
1: He's not, but he has been to Comic Con oh, in I met him. Last.
3: I yeah. met him my first Comic Con.
1: And he's been on the show before.
3: Bob Salvatore? Oh, yeah.
1: Yeah. Dude. Yeah. In fact, Dude. he has a copy of my book. I Dude, my life, said, Dude changed my life, man. Hey, would you mind reading this? Yeah, so I asked. Sure, th- I'll, I'll do it.
3: I asked him so. if, if he'd read mine. He uh, he said, oh, I'm kind of short on time.
1: Yeah, he said he was short on time, but s- send it to me and I'll, I'll, I'll get to it. So yeah. m- Bob's a great guy. Man, uh, his books just were uh, life-changing to me. I have every Dritz novel. Absolutely. I have Absolutely. Uh, the Shadow of
3: Bedouar ones. Dude, uh, Crystal Shard is in my first book.
1: Uh, the Chronicles, uh, you know, with uh, – no, the Canticle one. Yeah, with, Canticle uh, with Catterley, uh, Catterley yeah. yep.
3: Um, Dibbledorf was yeah Yeah. I don't think I have don't Fantastic. have a single one of his books I've got all of them absolutely yeah. he signed He signed a couple of my big uh, compendiums yeah. like the Christmas I mean, art and the, stuff and
1: uh, other than that I mean there's another book I want to actually pick up because I need to for next Tuesday because uh, Bruce Campbell's going to be in town uh, oh he's coming tour. to the Comic Con no he's not nope. going to be at Comic Con okay. he's doing a, a book tour no kidding um, so yeah Ash
3: yeah oh
1: wow so, so I got to go do that that's awesome um, yeah the only time I've ever actually met him is he actually bombed one of our videos. I was interviewing Michael Rosenbaum, and someone leaned against my Makes shoulder, something. and I, okay. I'm like, oh, man, security's going to pull me because we were sitting right next to the photo area. Okay. You oh, know, man, security's got me. They're leaving me out. And this guy leans over, you can't trust anything this guy says. And I turn, and there is Ash The most famous freaking channel on the planet. Yeah. You know, Bruce Campbell yeah. leaning on my shoulder. That's amazing. It's like... I was speechless. I didn't know what to say. And then they, then they get into a, a fake fight in front of me, and I'm just like.
3: Lex Luthor and Ash. Yeah. Oh, that's oh, awesome, dude! Wow. Holy cow! What do
1: I? What do you do with that moment? I should have jumped in. <laughs> you just. Yeah. I should have jumped in, but no. I was just like completely stunned. No kidding. So I mean, that's the really cool thing about. It's all like Comic Con so is.
3: I've had I've had some amazing experiences there. So I had. Yeah. I, I debuted my own book some some years ago, just a, a, the novelization of my strange childhood. But I had Beat come out that science fiction yeah debut. And I had that that one and one other come out and, and I was at Salt Lake Comic Con in 2015 and I was talking to all the people who would stop by our booth at Future House and a mother came with two kids an 11 year old I think boy and a 13 year old girl uh, very awkward as you would expect yeah. some sort of geeks are kind of awkward but having the time of their lives yeah. feeling like totally at home at Salt Lake Comic Con so I just for me it's the greatest place because yeah. these folks can feel totally safe and comfortable they came they bought Beat and came back That was Thursday. They came back Saturday. The boy had already read it, the whole thing. Yeah. And so he and I just chatted for like 20 minutes about my own book. Yeah. And this kid is just lighting up and having a great time talking about all the cool things that were in there. And That was cool, man. Yeah. Probably the best author moment I've ever had.
1: I understand. uh, There's a kid in my neighborhood. His mom bought my book. She's like, it's his birthday. I want to give him a new book. He's always raving. You're the neighbor. Right on. Yeah. So she bought it. Two days later, she's like, he's done. He loves it. I mean, they were just raving about him. Like, all right score that's yeah. awesome so
3: it's a it's uh, yeah. those author moments are those no. are worth a lot
1: yeah they are and it's just like you know you don't know when you, you finish a book and put it out there you don't know Yeah, you got a few yeah. reviews out there but you don't know if people are actually really enjoying it or liking right. it but right.
3: yeah, but your reviews are looking good on yeah. Amazon yeah it's good not too bad and yours, like I said last time we chatted, you're, you're the third in the third place huh. on my list to be, be read. still finishing Witchy Eye. Man, it's a big book.
1: <gasps> Witchy Eye is a fantastic book.
3: Yeah, I'm it, loving it, but it's dense.
1: It, it is. It's almost, it's, it's almost weird. like Wave Kings. Yeah, a little bit, um, a little bit. But Dave does a great job putting yeah. that together and making it. Uh, I love it. Fun. Uh, and I'm so happy he's finally hit that that benchmark where he's getting yeah. success. Uh, but he's
3: always traveling too.
1: He is. He is always traveling. He is like the traveling salesman in, in a way because he's – Kind of that, yeah. I mean, he's always somewhere. And, yeah. I, and I know it, part of it's his job, but and he just you know takes advantage of being there. Hey, I'm going to be it's here, perfect. which is fantastic. But, you know, he gets up there with his guitar, sings some songs. Yeah, when you got that kind of talent and skill, yeah. man. And, but it, it's just – he zones in. I mean, a lot of these authors I, I've just seen over the years, it's like I've seen him away from the conventions. Uh-huh. And they're one way. And then when they're at a convention, it's like completely different personality. And I don't know if it's because they're just relaxed, comfortable, right. because there's no way anyone there is going to be against them. Right. Or, or what? But so. Dave is always
3: in his own skin. Oh, yeah. Always. Definitely. Especially Good how guy. tall
1: he is. Man, Dave well, is a tall yeah, guy. He's a tall dude. He is. Uh, I remember the first time he came over to my house to drop a book off for me to read and review. My one daughter answered it. And she's like, she just stops <laughs> and looks up at Dave. And he's like, is your dad here? She's like, yeah. <laughs> and then she just, like, takes off, goes and gets me, and of course I talk to Dave.
3: Dad, there's a giant at the and, door. And I, and I closed is the a door. a frost
1: giant? I closed the door, you know, because he was on his way to a, co- a con or something out of town, and my daughter just goes, he's really tall. And I'm like, good call. yep, he is. He's a tall so, dude. Yeah.
3: And the hat and the mustache. Oh, a good the type. hat,
1: mustache. It, it just all goes. I mean, yeah. If he showed up in like you know uh, a big sombrero and a poncho with his uh, guitar, man, you could sell
3: it totally for real. Yeah. yeah, he does. He does a good show. Yeah, he's fantastic.
1: But so y- we got Beat out. Yep. Uh, oh What's the other one? The sequel the to
3: Beat is Push. Push. And that's a complete series that's yeah. out now.
1: And then you have another one that revolves around the Joseph myth and, and sort of. So I've got Seer. One. The Seer. The Seer. Yeah. Yeah, yeah.
3: Exactly. So the Seer. I self-published that one. That came out. Right before LTUE yeah. uh, this year, and it's a lot of fun. It's uh, it's sta- it, it starts in Egypt. There's a young uh, intern who's trying to get his PhD. Yeah. Who, through a series of events, finds the cloak of Joseph, like Joseph this year from Egypt. Joseph. Yeah. Uh, it gives him some powers. At the same time that he dons this and kind of connects with this this ancient relic, a mysterious guy, Alan White, shows up and tells him a couple of weird cryptic things. He's kind of like a Yoda or an Obi Wan, and then. Um, Suddenly he's thrust into uh, a very, uh, kind of a worldwide conspiracy that he's not really aware of the whole thing, but he, the, the power that he gets from the cloak is that he can see into people's hearts. So he sees your eyes, he knows what's going on in your heart. Not like in words, but in images. Yeah. Uh, and it starts assaulting him, and it's kind of killing him, but, well, it's not killing him, but it, it's, it's wearing him down, and, it, and he finds out, he starts making the connection that after every episode he has of seeing into somebody's soul, he also starts to go blind. Wow. So that's kind of a dangerous thing. Yeah. Uh, the mysterious figure that showed up said he needed to go find the cursed guy. Apparently there's a cursed guy out there who's got the same um, razor that was used to cut Samson's head uh, hair. And he's now, it's called the betrayer's razor. And so now he's got to go stop this guy who might become a terrorist. Wow. So my character, Nathan, my middle name, that's right. Um, <laughs> he, uh, he has to go through this th- this turmoil of trying to find where this guy is, trying to just use this extra perception while being hunted by some weird worldwide conspiracy. And this is a book uh, in a series called The 36, which is actually invented by Darren Fraley, who's a, who's a local author. Uh, Greg Luke did the second book in the series. Greg Luke is another local author. He's, his is called The, the Healer. Uh, it's about, it's based on this Jewish legend of 36 righteous people upon whom the world's salvation rests. So mm-hmm. it's based on this idea of Abraham who gar- argued with God to save a city. If I can find a hundred righteous guys, how about 50 righteous guys? And the legend apparently got down to 36. And so in modern days, the 36 people need to find out who they are so that they can start to actually save the world. Wow. And so it's like a prophecy fulfillment, um, superhero origin story yeah. thing. And if you – Kiefer Sutherland, he had a TV show called Touch. Yeah, I remember um, that. that. was actually based on the 36 legend as well. Oh, okay. Uh, I was very sad that that TV show didn't go on because it was getting into some really neat stuff there. Yeah, it was. Um, yeah, so that's the, s- the seer. And uh, it's uh, – it's really cool. I got Carter Reed to do me a cover for it. Sweet. That's why the cover is so good. Yeah, Carter does a fantastic he's, job. He's very skilled. I'll um, have all these books. Lots of com- crazy that's stuff. It's all a comic con. He's yeah. the Cthulhu. The Cthulhu's <laughs> Cthulhu are pretty great. The Little dragons. Yeah, they're they're, they're pretty the good. The weird
1: Necronomicans. Yeah.
3: Yeah, and then the zombie the zombie um, yeah. zombie nation. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, he's, he's very good. That's, that's this place is great, man. I. I'm glad to be back in Utah.
1: So, are you going to have a cart that you're going to be dragging around? I'm not the sure. It might not? be a cart I know or a wagon. We kind of talked about that, or just a wagon. Hey, eh? that's. A good I don't know. Idea.
3: I, I don't want to. I don't want to build ill will. I'm going to have a backpack or a side pack or something, but I don't want to build ill will with the organizers because I don't have a vendor booth or anything. But I mean, I am a writer, and I'm going to have a shirt that says I wrote these. So, if nothing else, I'm going to carry around a couple of books. Yeah. Um, but we'll see. I mean, I don't want to. I don't want to be awful. a suspicious
0: awful. package. You keep all your extra copies in. You can hide it by the garbage can. <laughs> well, Everyone's <laughs> finding suspicious packages. Yeah, the it's, no worries, cans, it's no worries. So it's no worries. Yeah. Never been an issue in the past. You know, and, and I keep an alarm clock with me all the coming. time too. So yeah. Yeah. I'll just leave
3: the alarm clock in there as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Exactly. weird noises yeah. from packages. Yeah. Everyone enjoys it. will be fine. It'll be yeah.
1: fine. Just have a random wire come out.
3: That's right. it's a good publicity
0: stunt. you will definitely be on the
3: news. It's a really good idea.
1: Yeah, totally. Hey, everybody.
0: Yeah, I
3: know I'm in
1: handcuffs, but I'm an author.
0: Betty
3: comes out. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, what you a terrible what? idea! Oh my gosh, I hear
0: that this actually leads to a lot more writing time. Oh, <laughs> I'm sure.
3: <laughs> I
2: guess well, I would. Well, and fame and fortune. Hey, everybody would some know who sort you of are, celebrity so would be wanting be there. to read it. You'd be I've on tried, the news.
3: <laughs> I've already tried to, you know, leverage my my weird childhood into fame, and that didn't work out. Yeah. So maybe maybe prison time would who knows <laughs> this is the moron who did a stupid prank hey all right <laughs> let's give him a book uh, let's read his book hey yeah what a good idea
1: th- th- there's been others there was some guy that tried to pretend that he was a uh, some sort of special cia agent or something like that and needed oh. passes to get in cause, to comic-con because one of he was tracking someone and he knew he was in there i mean it was insane that's it awesome. Was in the news. In the the news ambition news. is fantastic.
3: The yeah, yeah. creativity I, is great.
1: I really
0: feel like the CIA would have the budget to buy a pass <laughs> to Lake. Like probably yeah. probably you know? so. Yeah. yeah. They would that's have like some saying upper We yeah. yeah. need to donate this to pack <laughs> of gum so the CIA doesn't have bad breath. Yeah. Yeah. They only topple governments,
3: <laughs> though. They don't pay for full price exactly. for tickets or anything. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Breath
0: yeah. mints, that's on your own dime.
3: Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So, in case you're wondering, my name is Dave Butler, and I didn't say anything bad about you. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Dave.
3: <laughs> hey, you can take it. He's tall.
1: <laughs> he is. He is tall. Yeah. And he lives in S- Steve Covey's old house.
3: Does, what? Yeah. You didn't know that? No. Yeah. What? Yeah. That's cool. Right that's on. That's
1: cool. So <laughs> he actually gave – so the the doorknob was the original doorknob, and it actually fell off the door, and he actually gave it as a trophy to someone else. Oh, I heard about that. Yeah.
3: yeah. You guys had trophies for Alexi and yeah. something else. Yeah. That's yeah. awesome.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so. The, the sock. There the was, the sock,
3: yeah. was a sock, yeah. Yeah. There's a sock on the
1: door. Um, yeah, well, that's to, great. We'll talk about that also. Yeah,
3: I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. But maybe uh, that's enough upset. So poor
2: Scott gets his story shared, but you talk about yours offline. No, this
1: isn't mine. This is someone else's Yeah, call. Oh,
3: okay. Best yeah. to be safe.
1: And, and I want to be able to sell my book in that booth, so we right. won't say anything about that
3: offline. <laughs> That's a great <laughs> booth, by the way, yeah, man. Is. You can't miss that booth. I know. Do we you know and what, it's what got booth like numbers like they are? Multiple tons. Uh, I think it's 309, but let me just oh, over they've so stacked the books so us. high there, it's crazy. I mean, I I mean it's know. like a veritable wall.
2: To see if I can sneak over. Well, I'm sending Steve the Hobbit over. Oh, right on. Yes. Steve the Hobbit is going to be doing some very interesting things this weekend at Comic Con.
3: I'm going to make sure my phone's fully charged. If so he can, can help me sell books, that would be awesome. Same. People
2: That's last night were recording him at the Leonardo. Per- perfect. Good. Good, so good. I'm not sure what's going to happen to those videos, but we anticipate just to ex- see them being shared and showing up on weird randomness. Right on.
3: That's good. Yeah. Where is That's this? how you build a little bit of buzz. That's good. Yeah. That's really oh, good. 301. Excuse me. 301. 301. Yeah. yeah, we're in, in like the 56s. It's that, isn't that the same one you're always in almost? Because it seems like. Uh, uh, no, no, the that's first not, not right. Because it's over there. 16s and 14s and 13s. Yeah, yeah, it's okay. it's
1: kind of moved everywhere, but yeah. it's easy to find. Giant yeah, tower f- plastered with author pictures and stuff like that. That's the right way to go. Yeah. It's massive. I know, I don't know if it was last year. One of the cons last year, they were like in the back next to the the restroom.
3: So at Emerald City Comic Con, um, some of the bookstore and book vendor types tend to end up in very strange places, man. I went to University Bookstore for a signing up there. Mm -hmm. I was there for like an hour. Wow. And there were other authors, some kind of big authors. Patrick Rothfuss walks by and almost nobody's showing up to these authors unless you're Patrick Rothfuss. Everybody else is like. Or well, it was or just next to the vendor of food. You know.
1: See, yeah, and that's kind there. of what I'm a little worried about. That, but we'll see how it. Yeah. Happens. Right.
3: Well, I mean, you're going to be surrounded by a bunch of people, and everybody yeah. at that booth is so cool. All, yeah. They'll all talk about everybody. Yeah, else's and that books. is the one thi- cool thing that's, about that's that fantastic. booth
1: is they do piggyback and help yeah.
2: everyone out. Yeah. Oh my you'll have Steve the Hobbit running around yelling and screaming. Sweet. Sweet. <laughs> He won't have a voice by the end of Comic-Con. Awesome. Well, CVX, if I
3: can sell to. out, that would be awesome. Will Steve the Hobbit know to put the book in a person's hand? Because once it's in their hand, you're halfway there. And oh. then would you care to buy so it today? Have you, nice, next line. have you seen the
2: Jurassic Park Jeeps? Yes. So, you know, Kiss made crafts that sells there, the, the glasses and stuff. Have you seen that? No. At Comic-Con? Oh, no. Kaylee sells there, but not okay. a lot of people seem because she's very shy. Okay. So Steve the Hobbit was over there helping her and he had a mug.
3: Way to go, Steve the Hobbit!
2: And oh, this gets even better. So he's trying to sell this mug, and he's like handing it to him, and we shot Candy from the trebuchet at the same time, and, and Candy landed, landed in. in the mug. Magic mug. Yep. And he goes, and it comes with candy, and like, so somebody kept bought it that. Going. Yeah, that's that's it. excellent. Wow. But yeah, he yeah he gets the concept, okay, but so he won't be deal. in the booth. That's he'll good. be running if around. Steve the around Hobbit
1: that's sells good. me out, we can have him follow Jared around, selling his book.
3: That'll be good. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> What you guys think? Should I bring I don't a wagon? Make anybody mad. I mean, you know, would a wagon maybe be kind of not so Steve good? We can Hobbit. carry a bag what around. What we
0: need are some saddlebags to throw over him.
3: Over him? Over Definitely him. not over me. Absolutely. Over him. He's looking not
0: for with the that. horses because he takes you you yes. yes. care of the horses. he's
3: taking
1: care of the horses, and he's got the he's got the, he's got the I'll horses the are
3: Oh, he'll
2: love you if he has those. He's been trying to get those right now
1: because he wants to follow our King Arthur with those.
2: I'm
3: sure I can. Oh,
1: there you
3: go. Brave, brave, Robin. Okay.
1: I actually think. Winco has coconuts. Well, I know he bought coconuts,
2: but I don't know.
3: Hmm?
2: I know he bought coconuts, but I don't know if it worked or how long it takes to get them. I don't know.
3: Yeah, yeah. I should know because I was in Brazil for like two years.
2: Yeah, he, he but was I never in had Hawaii. coconut
3: one when I was in, Hawaii, in wow.
2: Brazil for two years. What's wrong with me? That's strange.
3: I had plenty of mangoes, though. Anyway. Yeah. That but sounds like a good time
1: idea. I got
0: on my own and I got a coconut. They were really on sale, so I bought two of them. I ate both of them that afternoon. Did you know? What coconut is naturally? What? Well, in large amounts, it's laxative. <laughs> so
2: Sugar-free gummy tell bears. Tell us more. Of it. Never
0: decide to consume two whole coconuts
3: <laughs> in an afternoon. Did you have a burger earlier that day, by any chance?
0: You know, I didn't. Okay, but it didn't question. matter. Okay, okay. <laughs>
1: Unfortunately, I'm have to put that in the book. <laughs> yes,
0: yes. Coconuts.
3: Is it really? All
0: he was that lost, and, and all he could find was coconuts yeah, to
2: eat, and eat, just, eat just devoured devour why are you coconuts. You the bathroom.
1: Man, I thought it was a good idea to eat your
0: coconut. Um, uh, <laughs> coconut is a I've natural, healthy fruit or vegetable. Surely, or yeah. Like that. Well, I'm cleaning eat your whole system. thing. It's coconut just makes just like the whole thing. Well, even.
2: coconut I mean, oil is I healthy. I it's yeah, it yeah. It
0: yeah. Just it's just very healthy.
2: Healthy. probably yeah. clearing your system, and yeah, yeah, then you just kind of overdid it.
3: Yeah, it's like you could probably call it a detox. I think it's the coconut. It's a
2: coconut detox. It
1: was just cleaning out the plumbing. But it was like putting liquid Drano down your pipes.
0: I just stayed home that day.
3: Good job. Coconut so milk is, like, all the rage, though. I was hanging out in the living room, you think they'd room say but this. I did stay home. Was it?
0: Uh, it's, it's processed. I have to ask. When you buy oh, it. I know this is potty so humor,
1: humor, and this is what normally happens when Michael Brent Collins comes on the show, show but remember
3: oh, that video I yeah, sent over the Michael video Brent. chat?
2: Oh, God! <laughs> was I just like went that? past that <laughs> trying to find the video of Scott with the ballista. I listened to Michael
3: Brent on your last one. That's hilarious. That guy's uh, hilarious.
1: Every time he comes on the show. He's going to talk about poop. always goes to poop and gold babies. And gold baby. So
3: the very first. I missed that. What?
1: So the very first time he ever came on the show, he's like, "Yeah, I'm gonna die, but when I die, I want them to take a gold baby statue and shove it up my butt." <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh. For no reason other than just people wonder why the heck is that there. Right. And so that's kind of been assuming a bra- he gets so stuck an archaeologist okay. dig him. Assuming up. Assuming he gets dug yeah. yeah. up. So that yeah.
3: Okay.
0: So that's been well, eventually. a eventually long yeah eventually running gold joke. baby butt statue.
2: They're gonna think he's some sort of yeah. plaguing
0: <laughs> the future. We're yeah. going there. There's gonna be grown men who dedicate their lives to finding why he would shove this up his rectum. <laughs> why yeah, there so was a
2: gold baby yeah, statue awesome. on this skeleton so that we appears did, to have been shoved yeah. up the rectum. So
1: we did another interview with him at Comic Con. Okay, because they had us. They were doing it as a panel. We we're doing a live show. He was our special guest, and one of my other co-hosts at the time had just won uh, the Lucasfilm's fan art. Uh, fan phantom sweet thing. so we wow. had this gold stormtrooper holding a <laughs> oh, camera oh man and so I'm like you really need to bring that yes and so in the middle of our interview I'm like so this is Jared and I'm like he just won this award and he's like that's cool and I'm Another like Jared. and wow. look what they gave him a gold statue <laughs> and Michael Brent looked at him and goes oh my god <laughs> <laughs> and he just busts up laughing and Jared's like what and so I'm like so Michael what was the first thing he ever said so he told him he's like Jared looks horrified. Reached over, grabs the statue. <laughs> You're not touching this. <laughs> That's excellent. Yeah. Right on. yeah. No, awesome. Great guy. Amazing writer. Yeah, good or, man.
3: Doing a good thing right now, actually, with the... Yeah. Is it a Patreon about... Uh, uh, doing
1: a Patreon uh, against suicide. That's really um, cool. Because he, he suffers from depression. Absolutely. And uh, it's amazing. A lot of people don't know because when you're at convention stuff yeah. like that
3: you get you turn the switch on and turn the switch on yeah. and you're
1: this different person you don't know what's going on in the back exactly of yeah. it. And you know he's just putting it out there which is a good impressive. Honor. And he, he's just a fantastic guy yeah i mean, you would never know but he, he once upon a time he was a lawyer yeah a corporate attorney and stuff like that and he said nope i'm done just like dave butler attorney no nope, right. i'm done now the writers
3: Right. So. All right, and uh, there's my wife going to become a lawyer. Yeah, who knows? Maybe twenty years down the road, she will say, "No, I'm done, and become a best-selling writer." Maybe. Fine by me, man. Maybe anything maybe. that eliminates the amount of work I got to do. Yeah, I'll take it.
1: Uh, paychecks. <laughs> I want less.
3: Less work, more money. <laughs> exactly, awesome. that's what we all want, right? It's the or, American. Or dream, just dude. writing
1: full time—that would be even
3: better. It would be. Live that's off the, the dream. lesson
1: we learned from today's episode. It less is work, life.
0: more money. And, and don't
1: and eat two coconuts. <laughs> and don't, <laughs> don't eat, eat two, eat two coconuts, coconuts in an
0: afternoon.
3: And gold babies maybe can be your real legacy. right? You know, maybe, <laughs> maybe I legacy. should have
0: made a list of, of <laughs> lessons that we are learning from today's episode.
3: <laughs> there have been many. <laughs> this maybe, has been a Mr. That that Rogers special. Gold babies are a
0: bad idea, unless you really are dead set on confusing the future. <laughs> siege
3: weapons don't go to Comic-Con. <laughs> yeah, siege <right>? weapons <laughs> don't <laughs> go to Comic-Con. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yes. So you w- might get in trouble for them. We now have a tick list now. Nope. Nope, right no. up on the board behind
1: us.
3: Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's so,
1: right. so check out Jared's books. Yeah, uh, they're Beat, all on Amazon. Push, which is out now. Yeah, they're all out now. Okay, uh, lacone Lacona. Uh, the Seer. Uh, you're going to be having audiobooks coming out soon, which is always fantastic. Oh,
3: I guess we could make that the announcement sure. like right here. So the audio book for Beat or for Beyond the Cabin is done, and nice. it will be out in less than a week. Sweet! Wow, I'm really excited. And
1: that'll be out
0: sooner. Uh, yeah. I have a question. Yes, for for those of us out there who enjoy our Amazon Prime memberships, okay. could I read you for free with my Prime membership?
3: Uh, if you have Kindle Unlimited, if you subscribe, subscribe okay. to Kindle okay, Unlimited, yes. That's the deal of Kindle Unlimited. I don't think
0: I have Kindle Unlimited, but I do know with Prime there are uh, there are certain titles that they that they will then push my way and say, hey, we'll, we'll let you read this for yes, free. You Usually you they're not self-published
3: to, ones. But okay, yeah. all
1: right. You can subscribe to Kim- Kindle Unlimited um, because you're an Amazon Prime yep. member. It's discounted. Yeah, Yeah, really. Four or five dollars a month,
0: something like that. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, Yeah, it's really well. It's it's ten bucks a month. Um, Ten bucks. um. Okay, still, that's that's still
3: cheap. Yeah, it's really good, and And you can it's unlimited unlimited for anything that's in that in that deal. And then authors, the way we get paid from that, uh, you're probably aware of this, is that it's per. They call it Kindle edition normalized pages read. So if people actually read my books that they bought, because I've had plenty of people buy my books, you also get paid for the page number that they Uh, how do they track that? Oh wow. Uh, There's some tracking thing in the Kindle Kindle and the download.
0: Actually, so if you so they're watching me read. Yeah.
3: that's well, not all they're well, doing dude come on dude so
2: Alexa's the whole CIA <laughs> if, if oh, when you're when man, I I'm, I have my Kindle I'll reader never read. have Alexa. it tells me how many
1: pages I've written or read what yeah. my average is for the week and how many minutes I'm reading day. but days. how is
2: that reporting over
3: uh, oh because it it just because is because it probably has something in why the back why wouldn't it
2: because like so my daughter's Kindle like unless we turn it on to the Wi-Fi, we have her shut off of well, all
1: it internet. As it, soon so as it goes it, on it goes the internet it collects the data and as soon as it connects to the Wi-Fi, it probably
3: ships it yep yep it's just it's part of the I think it's part of the EULA, the end user license agreement that you agree to when you when yeah. you download any yeah. other yeah. software. Yeah. Yep. Well, I, not I, not know I mean, it's not like here.
1: sending off your personal information. It's, no. just, get, it's well, just sending no. off data. Uh, well, sorry. Amazon
3: is really good about care, being careful about people's personal information. Unlike Equifax. Really, really good. Unlike <laughs> <laughs> Equifax. The <You know, laughs> thing about Equifax, hey, one sorry one. we lost all your data. Uh, now pay 10 bucks to get it protected again. What? I know. Oh, yeah. It's free. It's your you know fault. Know
2: what? Use you can get Experian gives you a free app to watch Experian and Credit Karma will yes, watch exactly. both Equifax and TransUnion. American Express will do it all literally, if you go apply for something, Credit Karma in less than five minutes of putting in that application will tell you there was a hit to your credit yeah they are like on top of faster and all that stuff is free
3: Amex does that for you too for free well look at that, discover card anyway. capital one real does life it. stuff you Chase. might need that's right
2: life look stuff. at don't eat two components. dungeon crawlers man
3: <laughs> you're gonna crawl through babies. real life dungeons yeah
0: which i think you can't find gold babies on amazon can you not
2: i bet you can i'm, <laughs> sure, I'm sure you can
3: <laughs> I, I do training over there i don't know anything about the retail i know side. you
1: can get a gold three CPO pop Figure. Hey, that's a gold enough baby. That's, that is. That's, that's small worth money right enough. There. That's a good time. <laughs> Might
0: not hurt. Well, well, if
2: you're dead, it wouldn't matter. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Probably don't care that. But the
0: archaeologists (laughs) are still going to have to figure out whether. Why is there? Why is there
2: this weird? (laughs) (laughs) Well, they're going to be trying to figure out where, at in the body it was even in. If you're just down to a skeleton, (gasps) you just see a skeleton. That just did somebody put this in after, or was it on top and (laughs) it went through? Maybe there
0: was an earthquake. The coffin opened up briefly. The small baby (gasps) fell into his pelvic cavity. The coffin closed again.
1: All
2: from a smaller... We have a very optimistic view of the future it, here. I think it's all going to burn. And was buried with this Shh, hidden inside. Man, Someone
1: really needs to write this story.
2: <laughs> I'm they not a writer. Good control, luck. <laughs> uh, awesome.
1: I have so many other stories to tell. It's
0: truly. The Let, file is yeah. 30 big. I, well, I, can, I can see the magazine headlines. There won't even be magazines. They will be...
3: Yeah, it'll be, it'll be projected on your yeah, on your exactly. lens or something. It's on yeah. the Reboot? back of your yeah, yeah exactly. Goggles. Denwell's blue screen and ones and zeros. That's yeah. that's the good stuff. Google
2: contacts right? is what they'll be. Yeah, Google yeah. contacts. They'll Google call Google,
3: contacts, le- yeah. Google wow. lens. less dorky looking than me. Wait, they have that. Google <laughs> Lens. They call <laughs> the
0: first one no, that's Google, yeah. Google yeah, Glass. Google Glass? Oh my gosh! And then they'll have Google Lens, nice, and yeah. then they'll have a Google chip.
3: <laughs> Something like that, well, no I doubt, know. no doubt. They're they're
0: already doing it, aren't they? We this welcome
3: overlords, man. Yeah, there's yeah, they their companies.
0: Chips. Yeah, people yeah. are already doing. Midwestern North tests. some companies. And 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 the they're already
1: they're already, yeah. they're already testing AI, so they'll just take over. And, and then you've program. got iPhones
3: yeah. with the facial recognition business. Yeah, well, well, I don't well, think so, man. All you have to do is watch the documentary. My droid does not. know AI?
2: The S8s do.
3: Mine will uh, never. You, I will never have that technology on anything I own. No, you, that's. A, I'm, a, I'm an Amazon employee, and I will never.
1: That have is Alexa what I didn't like own. about What's the you, Xbox One. Is no, it's like no, it, no, no, it watches, sees you, you turn the, in, the and it kicks on and. About all no, the stuff. Did, Did yeah, you hear they told about that? To, yeah, that's How,
2: so
0: cool. Oh, I love that. Way to go, man! Watching all the videos. Yeah, because uh, they in South Park, Cartman would talk to his Alexa, and it would respond some terribly adult things, and then you would hear the the Alexa in somebody's house start saying these same things back the episode started putting things on people's shopping lists like uh <laughs> Alexa chip, buy <laughs> chips buy chips Alexa and um Jimmy's chips and Timmy's chips and i
3: don't so know if i'm allowed to say gr- that it was other was a one. giant <laughs> troll yeah <laughs> exactly yeah. It was, yeah, it was it
0: was what the whole episode was wow it was yeah amazing that's yeah, really good <laughs> yeah a lot a lot of users said they either had to unplug their alexa yep. or they just sat back and laughed at <laughs> it cuz it was buying as stuff. it kept going and well it wasn't really buying things no. just making lists changing yeah. settings things oh, like gotcha. that you know just yeah, lightly messing with everybody, but...
3: I will never have that in my house. Mm-mm, mm-mm. Yeah, I don't nope. want one of those. No.
1: Well, folks, so we learned a lot today. Don't have an Alexa in, here. That's in right. your house while watching <laughs> Among South other party, things. Don't eat two coconuts. Timmy's chips.
3: <laughs> Watch out the, for the coconuts. <laughs>
1: Gold babies, mm, probably not a good idea. Uh, yeah. There's and so much more. The buy all my content. books, man. Yeah, buy all the buy books, buy lots of
0: books. books. You so can buy buy get them books. on Kindle. You can get them on Amazon, along with small gold babies.
1: If you're going to be at Comic Con, <laughs> no find find Jared as he's wandering. Buy <laughs> yeah. his books. Find my books. t Look out. for yeah. Steve Tower. the
2: Hobbit. He'll direct you in many different yes. directions on how you can find <laughs> books or pirate ships. Yes, Hello. or just Jurassic Jeeps.
3: Yes, because I need to sell out. I need to sell out. Yes, let's sell them out, man. Yes, let's sell all
1: the books and be awesome. And we'll be running around doing crazy stuff as well for Dungeon Crawlers. So with that said, uh, we'll catch you next time. Toodles.
2: Mahalo. Bye.
0: Are you a fan of Dungeon Crawlers? Then it's time for you to level up your experience. (laughs) Download our episodes that are released every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. And not only that, we want to hear from you. We want to know who you want to hear on the show. What author, what celebrity, what game designers you want to hear. Not only that, we also want to hear what you like about the show. So with that said, please reach out to info at email us on Twitter or Facebook, and let us know what you want to hear on this show because we want it to be as much of your show
1: as it is ours. So with that said, we're out of here, and we'll catch you next time.